Welcome to another episode of the Digital Dreamers Hub podcast. My name is Trudy Danso Osei and I'll be your host for today. Welcome, welcome to this new episode. I am excited for this topic. I'm going to share something with you that I don't often talk about. And saying that, I was also not really sure if I wanted to create a podcast episode around this topic. I wasn't too sure if I really wanted to go back in memory lane and think about these experiences. But then again, I thought about the reason why I've created this podcast is to share these raw, unedited stories of myself, but also from guests. So I am excited about this episode. It's going to be raw. Also, another interesting thing that I want to share with you is like, whilst we are speaking about unedited and realness, is that I barely edit all the recordings on the Digital Dreamers Hub podcast. Like, I try to keep everything as raw as possible, also when I have guests on. So that's why I barely edit the, all the episodes that have been on this podcast so far. So I thought I would just mention this. But let's dive in. I don't think it's going to be a long episode, but it's just something that I really want to address. And even if I can help one person, um, I'm even I'm I'm even glad to. And I just want to share a little bit of awareness about this topic. And it's going to be linked to microaggression. So the topic of today is my fear of bringing my natural hair at the workplace. So. I have to say right now, I don't have any issues wearing my natural hair whatsoever in whatever meetings, whatever room, whether whether or not I'm at the workplace, at home, at friends, um, doing presentations somewhere. I am very, very comfortable wearing my natural hair. But saying that a few years back, that wasn't necessarily the case. And I was really thinking about where's this anxiety coming from? Like whenever I would not straighten my hair or not wear a wig and, you know, have my natural coils and curls, I would feel this anxiety like, oh my God, on Monday, I'm going to wear my natural hair. I'm quite nervous. I'm quite nervous about the reaction, the comments, the so-called compliments, not compliments, the, the, the facial expression, you know, all sorts. So I have been thinking about, okay, where is this, where was this fear coming from? Because right now, as I, as I already mentioned, I'm fully confident wearing my natural hair. But where was this fear coming from a few days back? And I really want to take you guys to an experience I had. And I think, or if I can recall, this would be the first encounter with micro microaggression. So a few years back, I remember I I started a new job and I had this braids up, um, short braids up. Everyone, so I had I went to work with these braids. Well, you know that's how everyone then knows you at the workplace. The girl with the braids, no comment, nothing. You know it's fine. Everything, everyone is doing their thing. Not too many attention on my hair. That's great because I, to be honest, if you ask me, I hate it when 
there's so much attention whenever I change my hair. I'm like, let's move on. Okay, thank you for the compliments, but we do not have to have a three minutes meeting about my hair and how I did it and how long it lasts and what's not. <laughs> let's just move on. It can get really awkward. So, okay, back to the story. So I remember, you know, whenever you have uh, braids in, after a while, you have to take them out. So I think a few weeks later, I took them out and I decided to wear my natural hair to the workplace. But I remember even on Sunday thinking, oh my God, like I just started this new job. People don't know me with natural hair. They only know me with braids. I'm really curious to how people will, will react. That's what I was thinking. So the next morning, so Monday came and I went to work and I remember I was mortified. I stepped in, I stepped into the workplace and there was this colleague of mine. He almost yelled because everyone could hear it. He almost yelled like, Trudy, what have you done with your hair? Did you did you stick your finger into a, a electric electric plug? And I was, I didn't say anything. I was shocked. I was like, is this a joke? Should I laugh? But I'm offended. So how do I react? Like, you're so frozen and there's so many emotion going through your head when some, something like this happens to you. Um, and obviously it's in front of people. So you also don't know how to react because you're already so embarrassed so you're like, okay, do you, how do you react in this moment? And first off, you, you don't even see it coming. So I remember him saying this and everyone was quiet because it was quite loud. Everyone could hear it. People weren't laughing. However, everyone had like a poker face and were like, okay, awkward. So everyone was finding it awkward. I could read from people's faces and the body language. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't know how to react. I was just mortified and also shocked that it was coming from my colleague. So I remember him, I remember myself giving him like a silence treatment for I think the entire day because he was the one he was kind of like my work buddy, and he was the one teaching me the skills. And, um, you know, I was the one shadowing him, basically. So we it, it was compulsory for us to have a lot of conversation during the day. But I remember that I was really being distant, really being short, and really sitting with that emotion, and I didn't know how to... I didn't know how to handle that situation. So I remember I was sitting behind my laptop, was quite quiet at the office, and he stepped to me and he asked me the question, hey, um, I sense that something is wrong. Are you, are you pissed? Like he was genuinely asking me like, hey, are, like, are, you, are you angry at me? C can we talk this out? And I remember telling him that I was hurt. Like I was being vulnerable at that time. And I was like, it was so uncalled for and I'm, and I'm really hurt. And I remember him apologizing 
like genuinely apologizing and also realizing that his joke was like across the line. And the funny thing is, in a few months' time, we became like almost work besties. That's the f- that's the funny thing. And it's not that, and that that's the thing like that I also want to address. Like when people pass on these microaggressive comments, it doesn't necessarily have to mean that they're bad people because it can be intentional and unintentional. And speaking of that, I just want to also talk about the definition of microaggression because I can I can imagine that some people are not really familiar with the term. So a definition that I found on thoughtco.com it says a microaggression is a subtle behavior, verbal or nonverbal, conscious or unconscious, directed at a member of a marginalized group that has a harmful effect. As I am reading, it can be conscious but also unconscious. And and especially when the unconscious part, it doesn't necessarily mean that the that the people that that you know give that kind of comments are bad people or you will not be able to work with them ever again. That that's something that I really wanted to share that later on we became practically work besties. But then again, also this experience I remember has also kind of made a huge impact on me in the way that how comfortable I was back then in bringing my true self, you know, my appearance, my true self in terms of appearance to work. Because if someone makes a comment like that, it's directed to my hair. That's what, like, that's how I was born. I cannot change my texture. Not that I even want to, hell no. But then again, you're making such a disrespectful comment towards someone's appearance that cannot be changed. How do you feel someone feels? Like it it's so it's so it's so awful. Another experience that I also want to share around this microaggression around, you know, natural hair for instance, is I can also recall that I was wearing a wig. Like, if you know me, I'm a hair chameleon. I like to change it up. I do braids one day, even like in a week time. You you can see me <laughs> with braids on Monday and on Sunday, you might see me with, I'm just saying, short pink hair. Like, that's how often I like to switch things up. And I'm not doing that because I like the other one better than my natural hair. That's not the case. It's just like sometimes I do it for convenience. Sometimes I'm like, hey, in this moment of time, I would like to have straight hair or I would like to experience with short hair. But nothing nothing is linked to how I feel about my natural hair. Like I'm very happy with my natural hair. I find my natural hair beautiful. So I don't feel like, oh, me wearing short hair is me showing that I love short hair more than I do my natural hair. So just to clarify, and to each their own, you know, some people might have that, but for me, it's not the case. So I I remember I had this 
straight hair up um, and I was at work and then my colleague came to me and he was like, Trudy, you changed your hair. I was like, yeah, I, uh, I did. And he was like, oh, you know, you should wear this more often. This looks so much better on you. And I was like, thank you. Like I did say thank you. But then again, when he left the room, I was still having this feeling like, oh, it's not a compliment. This is not a compliment. You know, obviously everyone can have a preference. You know, my, the colleague that passed the comment can feel like indeed he likes the, the, the straight hair more than natural hair. That's up to him. That's his choice. That's his preference. That's his, you know, whatever. But it doesn't mean you have to share it in the way that wear this more often because this one looks better on you. Well, why should I be wearing wigs more often? Natural hair is what I'm born with. So that's the one you're going to see more often. Like, what are you trying to say? So whenever I'm wearing natural hair, I'm not looking my best or I'm not looking as pleasant or professional to you, you know, so really understand it from the other side. I can understand that some people might think, but hey, he was just giving you a compliment. It's not a compliment. It, it really isn't a compliment. It's not. So with that, I'm also like, okay, so my natural hair, my Afro is not really appreciated or it's not, let me say my natural hair, my Afro is not welcome enough at certain workplaces. Not yet, I feel like. And I'm very curious to hear more about black women with having these experiences. So if you do, please reach out to me on social media. I'm very curious to hear what you have experienced in terms of microaggression, most specifically around your hair, or even other examples that you can share with me. So these are the two examples that I wanted to share today around my natural hair and the anxiety that it gave me a few years back to really bring myself, bring my Afro to the workplace and not having someone pass on comments around it. Just see it as someone that has straight hair. You wouldn't comment because it's normal. Okay, I'm coming with my natural hair. It's normal. It's coily. It's kinky. Yes, it's normal. I have to say that I'm really happy that I've moved past it. I've moved past the anxiety and I feel like, you know, I don't care. Like, to be honest with you, I don't care if someone dislikes Afro or thinks it's not beautiful. That's their problem. That's my hair and I'm going to wear it as much as possible because <laughs> that's that's me. That's my hair. And, you know, one thing I do want to share is I remember the last experience of my colleague telling me, hey, um, you know, wear this more often. This This looks much better on you. I remember the next week I came with natural just to like show people that I'm not wearing my hair, hair for anyone. Like I'm doing this for myself 
So I'm not going to wear braids because you think braids look good on me. Or I'm not going to wear slick weaves because you think that looks better on me. I'm wearing it for me and because at that moment of time, I like to do so. So I remember that I ditched the wigs and the weaves and I came with natural hair just to, you know, hey, you said you don't like it. Well, here it is again. Like, I don't care. You don't like it, but I like it. And that's me. And I'm wearing it with confidence. And I remember doing that over and over again. I became more confident with wearing my Afro at, at workplaces. And to round this episode up, I just want to say that if you have been in a setting or an environment where you've seen it happening to someone, like not directly to you, but you've seen your colleague passing on microaggressive comments, do speak out. Do help the other person at the other end. And you might think, well, he or she should be able to stand up for themselves. It's hard. Let me tell you, it's hard. It's not that easy. It's not that straightforward. There's so many emotion going through that person, through, through that other person. And I think most of the time, if something like that occurs, you will see that the person that is on the other end receiving that comment will not directly uh, will not directly comment back like, hey, this is uncalled for. Most of the time, it's just such an awkward situation. So if you do see that, please, please say something. And if you feel like you're not comfortable in saying it while everyone is hearing it, pull the person aside and tell him or her that, hey, what you did is so uncalled for. That's so disrespectful. That's not how that that's not how we roll. You know, say something. Help the other person. Like probably wouldn't understand how much of a big deal it is if you can just stand up or help someone that is on the receiving end of a microaggressive comment. So that's one thing that I do want to share. And if you if you are someone that has been experiencing microaggressive uh, comments, I would say I know, like I've been in your shoes, so I completely understand you, but do put your foot on the ground and, and try to say something. Express your feelings. Express why it's a no-go. Express why it's so disrespectful. Like literally tell the person. Like, And I understand that you're not comfortable doing it in a group setting or whilst everyone is listening and seeing you, that's absolutely fine. But just go over to the person and say, hey, do you have a minute? I just want to, I, I really want to talk to you and address it. Because sometimes, as I'm saying, people are not aware of it. Sometimes it's unconscious. So you really need to address it because if it's not addressed, then the chances of the person doing it again because they think they can get away with it or they think you don't have an issue with it, the chances are big that they think like that and the chances are big that it might happen again. So I really want to encourage you to really, really 
have the courage to approach the person and explain why this is wrong and what it made you feel. That's my second tip. Okay, so I've been talking for, I think, almost 20 minutes now. This episode, I don't know, it was easy for me, but I felt like I was kind of struggling saying this because it's not an easy topic and even reliving this in my memory is just like it's kind of it's it's still it, it hurts so yeah I don't know it, it it even makes me cringe uh thinking about it but I think it is important to share these experiences to really shed light on this and to really spread more awareness because I feel like there's still a lot of people that don't understand microaggression and see seeing it as you're just being too sensitive or you cannot take a joke. No, it's not about that. I'm I'm very very curious to hear your stories, to hear your experience experiences. If you don't have any experience uh, experiences with microaggression, that's fine. I'm really curious about your take as well. I want to hear everyone. I want to listen to everyone's point of view and how they look at it. But I just wanted to share my story and why I was very anxious a few years back to bring my Afro, my beautiful big Afro that's still growing (laughs) to the workplace. And yeah, once again, I'm happy that I've moved past it and that I feel free, I'm liberated, I can, I do whatever I want to do with my hair, but I'm just hoping that this episode will help other black women that are, um, that are, that feel insecure with their afro, sometimes they feel embarrassed, that they feel like their hair really isn't professional or is not good enough to do meetings with clients or go on client visits. Really, that's just like, that's all limiting beliefs. And I just really hope that this episode will help you feel like, hey, yes, I can really bring my Afro to work and I will. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. And I'll catch you guys in another episode.